Welcome to The O Podcast, an audio companion to Tufts University's oldest student publication, The Observer Magazine. This podcast is released alongside the print issues to extend and dive deeper into the articles. In this season, we will be hosting discussions with the writers, faculty, and student body at Tufts to explore and expand the creative work of The Observer. In episode five, we hear from Bronner Kwan, current junior and growth lead of the social networking app, Market. Since the summer of 2021, Margaret has swept the party scene on campus. In this interview conducted by Jaden Shemesh, Bronner sheds some light on how the app works, how Margaret is changing party culture at Tufts, and what the future holds for this growing app. This is The Old Podcast, Marketing a Party. Okay, so first things first, can you tell me your name and your pronouns? Uh, Bronner, he, him, um, yeah. Full name, please, uh, sorry. Uh, Bronner Kwan, well, Bronner Alexander Kwan. Got you, and what grade are you in? I'm a junior, but um, I don't know what grade I'll be in because I'm taking next semester off. And can you tell me in general terms, what's Market? Market is basically Tinder for events. And so we're like, we are the place where if you want to find what to do and find people to do it with, um, that you go there, get it done, find what you want to do and go do it and have fun. Social media, their objective that they maximize is time engagement. And so that's like, and like, you know, their goal is to replace social interaction. And actually what we do is rather than replace social interaction, our goal is to facilitate it and make it happen. And we like, we want you to spend as little time on our app as possible. And that's why I think what we're really doing right. We're not. A social network we're not trying to re- replace social interaction we're trying to facilitate it and our objective is actually to keep you on our app as little as possible and deliver you the best quality events as fast as possible and like streamline that whole process of doing things into one platform cool that's cool to hear um, and so can you tell me what your position is um, in the development of the app and how you got involved yeah so I'm the growth lead I'm also the co-founder my job is to grow the app by any means necessary um, or just like basically just like and that means like user growth like metrics growth like you know all of our key K- KPIs like anything that we're focused on on growing that's like my job is to just grow every like all aspects of the app like our reach I got involved o- over the summer because I was in the Tufts Venture Accelerator with my own startup Gen AI which is like a whole AI th- like deep learning AI stuff that's like more like what I'm really into basically Jonathan, Jonathan, the CEO, he's like my co-founder, or the founder of Market. Um, he, his Market was also one of the other startups in the in the venture accelerator. We had, there were six of us. They had like reached a point in their app where they wanted to do like a big launch, um, and they and it's all started. They did a referral competition, and so it's whoever could get the most referrals, like basically get the most signups on the app, like one like two hundred fifty dollars, uh, to pay for their next event, and so, my right hand man Tommy. Uh, who also works with me at Market now? I like sat Tommy down and like, and I, you know, that summer I'd already thrown a couple parties, so, um, so basically I, I, I decided that we were gonna try to win the competition. That's like the first thing we ever did, which is we got like a ton of referrals for that. We basically got them a ton of signups. We forced people to download it at the door. Like it was really like, like there's so much like every there people were so mad because like because people were like bro why are you making us download that yeah yeah it was and it was like even worse than it was like you know the be- like even just like like at the beginning of the school year mm-hmm. um it was the like it was the the for everyone's first experience with market 
the, because, you know, I, I, I was in the venture accelerator with Jonathan. And so I also, like, a lot of the reason why I did it, because like, it was a lot of work and, like, I, like, like, I basically risked my entire reputation on market. Like, that's what I've done over and over again. And well, the reason why I did it was because the key thing is you need users. And you're never going to get anywhere unless you get, like, you know, it's always the hardest to get your first 100,000, 10,000. Like, it's really hard. And it's really, really hard to get more users until suddenly, like, you hit the point where it actually starts growing naturally. And so, I like, understanding that and also knowing that, like, that I was in a position where I could help Jonathan and get them a ton of users. Um, like, I actually made my own personal goal to, to, like, get them as many users as possible. Because if I were Jonathan and I saw me, like, saw myself, like, if I was Jonathan and I saw that this guy I knew had the opportunity to do this. I would like, obviously I wouldn't, ex I would never expect him to do it. I would never like be mad if he didn't do it, but if he did it, I would be forever thankful. And so that's like the type of thinking that like guides a lot of my decisions. And so that's like why I did that in the first, like I wasn't even thinking about joining market. I was like, like my co-founder and I, um, back in the beginning of the summer, when we first, when we first, when Jonathan first like kind of introduced market to everybody in the venture accelerator, um, I like, he and I would, would kind of we're like, you know, like, we're like, oh, lol, like, what is this? Like, there's no way this is going to work out. Like, we, we, you know, we were doubters, we were haters too. But over time, we, like, you know, we saw the progress they were making and, and like, eventually, um, <laughs> and then I eventually joined. From that first event, I, I continued to help them out, like, inquire, like, acquiring users just by, like, having, like, they, they built the whole ticketing system for me. Um, and, like, cause, like, you know, I was like, a, high, like a, a key part of our strategy now is focused on we onboard high quality event creators and that drives natural user growth through word of mouth and we found that really effective um and so like you know they worked with me the, the like the first high quality event creator they like they actually had the opportunity to work with and like all of a lot of the features are developed because of me mm -hmm. um and so like it got to a point basically where it's like you know putting a ton of sweat equity into market and like doing basically doing like the hardest part which is actually getting people on their app and like taking all of that risk on like like completely for them and so it just made sense to formalize like an like actually for me to like join um because like i was helping them out a lot and yeah and so then like I, so first i joined just like as the growth lead and then as like you know i continued to put a lot of work in it made like jonathan jo jonathan and i sat down and made sense to make to like he brought me on as a co-founder um and yeah, and like now that's that's how I, that's how I'm here today. Uh, you kind of touched on it, but I wanted to just dive back in to make sure. Uh, what are the most common uses for the app um, that you've found so far from users? And do you plan on expanding into other spaces, such events? I know you touched on parties a lot. Yeah. But you did say events overall, so I, yeah. I want to know what the plan is there. So we are an event app, and that's the, that's what we're trying to actually change right now, because. A part of our key, like just just because of the most efficient and most effective strategy has been high quality events, specifically parties. Because those those have the biggest draws, those have like the biggest numbers, and they're most cost effective. But um, we really want all the small community, like smaller clubs, organizations, and everything, putting all their events on there. So the strategy that we have is first we onboard high quality event creators, and that drives natural user growth and gets all like the people and the community on. Then once then once you have all the people there then that gives us the power to go to the smaller event creators and say, hey, like, look, now we have this please before when we talk to them, they're like, why would we post on there? Like nobody's on here, but we got the people on there. And now we have uh, the environment for the smaller organizations that, you know, it's not gonna be like a hundred person event, but like a 10, 20 person event. So in terms of that direction, our focus is actually like, we want all sorts of events. We want like, we want the full diversity. Our focus is not just college students. That's just like, you know, Tufts 
it's just been like our target like our experimental market we've been talking to people like for who manage like senior living spaces and so we've, we've gone like the whole like spectrum of like college students to people who are in like nur- who are in like nursing homes um and so we, like we think that from like an event side like we can that we can support everything right now um the like the real features that only exist besides like obvi- besides like being able to swipe on events and like find stuff to do for like the end user there's not really much for the end user to do right now but for the event creators um it's i mean mainly excuse me let's see what is the most i mean obviously the most common um since we're event focused the most common use case is ticketed events um and we have we have a couple of features that are that like are re- that i think are really exciting um that no, i don't think everyone knows about but in terms of like like we have like we have basically the perfect model for um like anyone trying to host any sort of like you i mean not like we have paid ticketing out now we have crowdfunding you can crowdfund an event i know thank you for your donation Friday, yeah. yeah um and but so right now you can have a ticketed event where like you know people obviously like people re- request tickets um and well what you can also do now is you can make people promoters and so you can give so like if you're so like this is like a like um i mean the golden like uh, the golden use case for this tool like feature is like a frat like at or, or theta chi where you can give each member x like any number of tickets to issue to their friends and they're issuable as like unique clickable links that can be put anywhere and so that makes it so if you're if you're like the social chair of an organization then instead of having to manually manage a guest list all you have to do is get all the mem- like put all like get all the members to go to the, like put going on the event then uh then make them all promoters and give them their certain allocations like you know some people get different amounts and then and then like literally they will go give the tickets to their friends and as a social chair then you don't have to do anything and so that's like that's that's like one of the key, like the most exciting feature that we have but um like that's like the, the that's like the one that I was the most excited about but um i mean we have like there's like there's there on like the event creator side there's so many features that just add a lot like event hiding um where like basically the like the, the key thing like the original thing that market filled that you couldn't do anywhere that like i that was like really what i uh what i needed was um being able to put like market an event to the masses without risking having everybody coming because like that's like that's like the whole challenge of like people like like that's a big when you're like an event host um like especially like at like a place like tufts where like people will just like you know people walk around looking for stuff to do um having that ability to control like tell like basically tell have the protection of you can tell everybody about the thing but then you can also precisely manage how many people are coming um and like for example like address hiding like you can hide the address of your event so people basically that means that only people on the going list like only people you accept can see the address and so the only so significant so like you know you're not going to eliminate randos pulling up but what you are going to do is eliminate the vast majority of them because they don't have the address and the only way they get the address is if they know someone who's already going so that just makes it like they're less likely to be like, since they're not going to be like a total rando it just like makes it easy much much more easier to deal with mm-hmm. um but that's like a whole thing on event on the event side but the the feature that i'm really excited like the most excited about is we're coming out with a fourth tab and so we've done a lot of work on the find what to do like find things to do what we haven't done is the make plans part and so we have a whole fourth tab coming out where it's all going to be about making plans with not only just friends but people in your people like 
you know, friends of friends, people in your circles. And then eventually, as we scale, it can be like people like even a little more further away, but but like Matt, we, we can match you with people that like you just you know you do like you're interested in similar things, and so right, we've we've put a lot of thought and time and like a lot of meetings on the fourth tab, and it's like it's being built right now, but um, like I'm really excited because you know we have a lot of stuff for the event creators, but you know we still, we have thousands of people on the app who are not event creators who like for most of their time on the app will never be event creators, and they haven't had anything to do other than swipe. But now we're going to give them a huge tool that over winter break, we're focusing on Boston communities and we're going to refine that tool with them to make it when we come back to school, it's going to be like, it's going to be uh, the best tool that anyone's ever seen for this type of thing. Yeah, that sounds really cool. And uh, as an active user, uh, I think the coolest part so far has been like just random events like, or smaller events too, just like who's going yeah. to the pub per se. Yeah. And you can see which friends yeah. um, are likely to pull up. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to text people. And be yeah. Like, are we going? Yeah, so that like that's gonna become something that like we actually give like we we help we like make it even more like you don't have, you're not gonna have to like look through the stuff anymore. You're gonna just like kind of get told like who's like what what's basically like what's popping. So why do you think market is seeing such a growth in user numbers right now, um, and how has the changing social scene over the past couple of years facilitated that rise, especially coming from probably when you were a freshman prior to the pandemic, um, through what campus looked like last year to now? Why? Why are we seeing such a growth in market right now? I mean, everyone wants to do stuff. The only people who had a real freshman year who currently are like are the juniors and the seniors. Fresh like the current sophomores are. I mean, basically like still freshmen. Yeah. So, I mean that. So uh, I mean having the t having a something that actually like you can go on there, and if you're and like you know obviously there's no guarantee, but like there's a decent chance like you'll get a, you can go find something to do. I mean that's what I, I mean I'm not I'm it's it's like it, it makes so much sense like everyone like like if I was a freshman or sophomore and I was looking for something to do, I'd be like oh my god guys like we could get a ticket through like you know we could go to this party all we have to do is just get on here and like you know down and like request a ticket um so I like I think I think it's a combination of not only is it like the is it the you know wait we're in a great time for um, this type of like social like social interaction because everyone's sick of being at home, but also um, we also have like we also uh, like we actually also deliver on like what we're what we're trying to do. And obviously, you know, it's we're not per like the app is not perfect. We have perform like we have had and we have performance issues and bugs and glitches and crashes. Um, but we have like we've never had any like we haven't had any in terms of like event running, like we've never had any problems running any events. Like we were reliable in that sense. And the performance and like those enhancements, everything gets better literally week by week. Like, like literally, I mean, like not, and so not everybody follows like that, that, like the progress of the app very closely, but like almost like, it's almost like a week by week basis that we have new updates coming out that are improving just like new features, improving things under the hood, making everything better. And so I think you know, we are, like we've done a really good job of not only um, like it's all it's a great market, but also we've executed really well, and and like you know, and that's like I've 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 been lucky at my time here at Tufts that I've I've met a lot of really amazing people and and made a lot of amazing friends that have like completely changed my life, and and I've been fortunate enough that like that's also like really helped us like execute a really strong growth strategy here at Tufts. We noticed that uh, in a couple of the last parties, especially I think the house duel yeah. um there were like over 700 people um requesting invites what is the process behind um who's accepted when that many people 
are requesting um, and turning them away. It depends on the event, but usually we prioritize uh, we prioritize like people we know, and like all the like all of our actual direct friends. And then once we go there, then it's like either like like there's some people you know people are able to get in touch with us like through friends of friends. Um, but then it's like you know we accept a lot of random people, totally random people, and like we just we literally just go dip, 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 and we'll just accept um, like tons of like as like you know up to like we decide we'll decide our capacity and then we'll accept up to there. And then, you know we it changes every event like depends on like how much risk we want to take on, um, what type of event we want to have, like what we want to cultivate in terms of like who the people show up are. Um, but so there's there's no like formula or anything. <laughs> Yeah. But I mean, I, it, I, it would be kind of fun if they could put like a ra if we could like get a randomized button in that mm -hmm. like we just say I want fifty random people. Yeah. But no, we don't have we don't have enough R and D time to <laughs> do that for fun. Got you. Um, so next, going back to like the uh, process for hosting events, um, is there like a verification process you said about um, uh, highly qualified uh, curators? Um, I think you mentioned. So what's the process for verifying someone who wants to host an event? And could someone theoretically post an event at someone else's house, like yeah, 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 um, yeah. without that yeah. owner's permission? Yeah. So um, there's so anyone can post an event, uh, like w but what like what I mean like high quality like like we like market uh, like like I will work with high quality event creators to like onboard them onto the app, and like obviously that's a little like and like we, I mean that's something like we could like if you know in the future we'll probably have like verified event creators and then like that'll be like. You know, th those would be all the people that we work with, and then the, and then anyone else can just like post an event. But yeah, like the, like the way you just said, like yes, someone can post a, an event. I saw I saw like a couple of weeks ago, someone posted Crash Lax Formal. That was really funny. Yeah. I, saw that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, like we haven't like, we that like that is something that uh, people can do, but we're like. Like that's something if we see it and it becomes a problem, we can always like stop it. We can always like take it down. But um, like we're, I mean, we're, we want, we don't expect everyone to become an event creator, but we want everyone to be familiar with event creator tools. And so, uh, and we, and, um, and so uh, and we also think like, you know, part of the plot, like a key thing in the platform, just like Facebook events, anyone can make an event. And so, I mean, there's, you know, there's all sorts of like, like just like, just literally like any other event platform that anyone can post an event on, which is like, you know, Facebook events, et cetera. So like some like you know people like people like people can go do like stupid stuff, but um, I mean like we're not concerned about that just because like like we can always handle it if it's no problem. And then as we scale, then we'll obviously build like a, a like a robust system to handle stuff like that is obviously you know, on, on like in pro is is going to be on the designed and built. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um. So, uh, going back to the venture accelerator, um, so how is Tufts involved in the app? Um, is Tufts involved in the app? Uh, any sort of like grant um, or uh, role early on in the venture um, accelerator process? Like, did administration have any role since it's taken off? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wish because because like because then Tufts we then maybe Tufts would actually help us out mm -hmm. um, from like an entrepreneurial perspective. I feel like uh, th this is separate from the venture accelerator. But I feel like since then, like we like we've been we've actually been neglected by Tufts, and like we really just want to work with Tufts, and we want, you know, we want we we just want to like you know we want to work with everybody, but we I mean we found that it's 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 interesting that like we are a Tufts startup, we are all Tufts students or grad like like Jonathan graduated in twenty twenty, like we're like we're building a t like we have 
significant traction. Like we've raised money. Like we are try- we are shooting for something crazy, and and like Tufts just doesn't care. Um, and that's like not just Tufts as administration, but also just like we just feel like it's interesting in general. Um, like because you know I've had to work work with a lot of people to like to like for market. And it's, just, it's interesting to see. And like sometimes disappointing to see that tough students don't always want to help other tough students out. It's not. It's just like, like it's uh, it, it's it's shocking. Mm-hmm. But so in terms of but th- that's a whole nother tangent. Yeah. But um. So in terms of uh. So after the venture accelerator, no, like no no tough stuff. Like Tufts hasn't really haven't like done it. Like there's been no like working with Tufts. But all the teams in the venture accelerator were given the ability to apply for up to five thousand dollars. Of equity free, like of an equity free grant, and so market got the five thousand dollar equity free grant. But besides that, like, and besides obviously the support that we got in the venture accelerator, like that's been it from in terms of like Tufts. So then we touched on on hosting events, um, but specifically on Tufts campus for parties. Which frats and sports houses have you reached out to, and how have they um, responded so far? We've run pilots uh, at ZBT and ATO. Um, and they like they've been using our ticketing system. Like we have other we have other you know other or like um, like sports teams and other and other Greek orgs that like that we work that we work with and that are wor- working with. Um, but that's like I, I um, yeah I've, I've, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about the stuff that's in progress unfortunately. Gotcha. Can you but, say if you've um, in the past have reached out to like other schools per se MIT? Oh yeah, we run pilots at MIT and Northeastern. Um, we have. Yeah, and like we'll we're basically we'll we'll be focusing on a second semester when we come back from break. There's going to be a multi-school relaunch um, with all of our new features at like definitely at MIT Northeastern, and hopefully like BU, B, like maybe some DC. Uh, and so we're gonna so we're gonna because we think when it comes like second semester, we shouldn't be we're like we've been getting better and better and closer and closer, but we should be almost like to the perfect point where we can really explode and scale. Because like I think the fourth tab, if we master that, if we do it right then that's going to create the actual part like the engaging part for people to actually do more than just swipe left and right right now only event creators are the event creators but the fourth tab is going to make it so if every user becomes the event creator because they can make like basically the equivalent of like mini or plans with their friends and that's like their own version of events so i think that's gonna i think that can give us like the kind of like the like the enough like noise and just like people looking at it to to really kickstart the engine um, and then lastly, um, so how have like the party experiences you've attended that have been facilitated by market differed from parties, let's say you attended in your freshman year before COVID? Um, is there any difference you've noticed in terms of oh, the yeah. vibe and people there? Uh, well, with the vibe and people there, um, I would say, uh, I mean, I, I think there's like, that, that's like, there's no difference on that. Like, that's like, um, that's always up to like whatever the event creator wants. Um, but I think in terms of like organization and uh, like just general, like literally like all the, like the logistics ends on like the event creator end, it's a lot more straightforward. Everything is like much more organized. Um, and like it also like it's turn, like it is an effective way to keep people from like because people will find out about your party no matter what. But if you actually but if you have, you know, people learn that if you don't have tickets, you're not like like. Like there's always or there's always random people who like get lucky, but mm-hmm. but like ninety ninety nine percent of the time you're not just gonna be able to walk in, and uh, and like people understand that so from like the average person perspective, um yeah I mean you get bonus of you actually have a place where you can find out about stuff where you never would have found out about stuff before, 
like nobody would know like about anything that I do um, if like if we didn't have if we didn't like have a whole dedicated channel to blasting that but um uh, but so for the event so for that's for the user side but for the event creator side like all all the major pain points of any sort of event hosting we address and that's and that's what and I, that's what we find really resonates with event creators because there, there's there's you know there's ticket master and eventbrite all these like all these like you know professional business um, tools that are used for event management and like and execution but they're not available to um, anyone like any like there's they're not available to to the to a lot of the like, to a huge part of the event market and even the one even the even the part of the event market the event market that uses like eventbrite Eventbrite sucks, and like nobody, like nobody goes on Eventbrite to look for stuff to do, and so like Eventbrite, only, like Eventbrite is only used because event creators have no other option, and so we're building, we're building like a like the competitor to Eventbrite that also rolls this whole the whole actual user base into one, and so I think because we could, like that's like a huge differentiation, um, that like is harder to do, but with but opens the doors for a lot more opportunities. Cool. Um. So overall, do you think, um. That market has made events more inclusive or exclusive for um, your users. Oh, definitely inclusive because if market didn't exist, then the, the then our users wouldn't even know about the events. Like, like yeah, like we don't always get into it, but not like not everyone can get into an event. Like there's like we unfortunately can't have a thousand people and like you know in like one location. Well, thank you so much, Bronner, for coming in. I wish you good luck with the app and with the fourth tab coming yeah. next semester. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thanks, Jaden. This episode was hosted and produced by Jaden Shemesh, Jill Young, Brahman Legg, Noah Dion, and Grace Masiello. This podcast is directed by Caitlin Duffy. Thank you for listening. <laughs>